1: Post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today.
2: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. James Hamm is is, is putting his ears on. He's getting comfortable here with us to talk. You mentioned Arizona. Can we mention this before we uh, shift back to the Kings? Mm-hmm. So I think Kevin Durant on Phoenix might be a problem. Oh,
1: my goodness.
2: Kevin Durant on Phoenix might be
1: an issue. Hey, look, man, we, 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 you know, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. We deserve to do this. We've earned that right. Hmm. But us here in Sacramento, we talking about, yo, Memphis, we coming for that two seed. Them boys in, in the Valley of the Sun might be coming for that 2 <laughs> That's what they, might be coming for that two-seat. Them they, boys is they,
2: tough. They they very well. It's just a reminder. Kevin Durant's so great, and James, he's, like, just casual about it. Like, he just <laughs> goes out there, and, like, when when Kevin Durant plays, the, 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 like, he's one of – it's it's it's, Katie, it's Giannis, it's Jokic, and I think that that's it. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. LeBron, Le, Le, LeBron is different. He's also at a different stage of his career. But in terms of just dominance and like ease of the game, it's Giannis and Jokic and KD and absolutely no one else.
1: Would you put Luca on there? Luca makes it look pretty easy, man. Because because when I watch
2: Luca, I don't feel like I do the like when I watch Kevin Durant. It's like oh, oh, yes, that's not fair. <laughs> Like it doesn't even look like these guys are in the same league. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that way with Luca. I feel like Luca is just really, really, really good. Mm. Um, LeBron, I used to think wasn't fair. You know, when he would be running, you know, ahead of steam and like you can't do anything. You just have to get out of the way. Mm-hmm. And he could still do that now. Mm-hmm. I used to get have that feeling about him, but like Katie's
0: size and grace is just absurd. Mm. That's what I love about Katie. It, it always feels like it's part of the flow of the game mm-hmm. like there's so few things that are forced and it never looks like he's gonna miss mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter where he's shooting from it never looks like he's gonna miss and he shoots above everybody. I mean he's a a freak of nature but really it's the game as much as it is his body that is just crazy. So yeah I mean he's fun. Uh, they're gonna be tough yeah. but they still have a lot to figure out. it's early. You know, I don't, I don't know, know I man, have to figure out. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, uh, Ke- we'll no. Kevin,
2: we'll Ke- Ke- Kevin Durant seemed to have figured out a lot <laughs> quick. And one thing I did forget in that acquisition and just shame on me, just completely missed this was the Katie Monty connection. Mm. I completely did not place that when the deal was first done. Monty Williams, sorry. Mm. The, the KD mm. and Monty Williams connection. I completely didn't connect that at first.
0: Yeah, and Monty's been with Team USA forever, too. So there are a lot of players that Monty has been around. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's part of the pop tree. Um, He's a guy that, you know... But they were together at Oklahoma City, weren't they? Yeah, I think so. And I think they might have even been together when Monty had, like, the tragedy in his life.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't... I, I can't remember if Monty was in Oklahoma City when that happened. But I remember... I remember Kevin Durant talking about it mm-hmm. and him just being just devastated for Monty. I th- mm-hmm. I think he was openly just weeping for Monty. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I didn't when the trade was done, you know, you immediately thinking Chris Paul, Devin Booker, uh, uh uh Kevin Durant it didn't connect. Oh, he knows Monty Williams really well. Yeah. Missed yeah. that. Yeah. And so I don't we, know if I'm team 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 Book by in the that way. That
1: situation I'm Team Book. Yeah,
2: that was the phoniest little scrum between those two. They were all going. There. They might as well have kissed while they were there. It was just laughing. <laughs> I but do appreciate. It. I appreciate. That was all
1: on Luca. It. Oh, Katie was. Up, uh, uh, the book was smiling too. Yeah, because he was like, "Get out of my face."
2: What are you talking? About? I appreciate. I appreciate Luca's response though. Next time, start chirping with more than three seconds left.
1: He, there's the thing. He wasn't even chirping. That's Stop that's Luca's it. Stop he, it. he's. Book, stop what do you mean? Stop it. it! He
2: was chirping at Luca. Stop it! Who was he talking? What did he say to Luca? He was he t- talking about the uh, the offensive foul.
1: He's looking at the referee. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. Don't do Saying that. That's a charge.
2: Don't do that. Never thought I'd see the day. Look at you, Please. repping for Devin Please. Booker.
1: In that situation, I'm Team Book. Okay, I'm Team ups- book in I'm that abstaining.
2: Situation. I'm abstaining. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I ain't on a team. I'm a loner. I ain't on a team One if it's down to those back. two.
0: <laughs> well, that in like. I don't know if you guys noticed, but that's his 15th technical for Luca. So one more, and he's suspended for a game. Mm. That so, also happened. That also uh,
1: hit <laughs> Memphis this yeah, weekend. Them,
0: but they had a bad
1: Well, they had, they had a that didn't they have Brandon an ACL tear yeah, or Achilles? Achilles. Oh, Clark.
0: Yeah, that Memphis had an awful weekend. They had
1: an awful weekend.
0: Yeah, and just so we do know, uh, Monty Williams was an assistant coach in February of 2016. Um, with OKC with OKC with Kevin Durant when Mm. his wife was killed in a Mm. head-on collision Mm. Uh, yeah so so they do have a lot of a lot of history together Um, and I know like Monty always had like a really family vibe like that uh, even when when the Kings went and traded for uh, Gravis Vasquez I know Gravis Vasquez had a really tough tough time transitioning to the league and he ended up like spending like lots and lots of time like at their house, having barbecues, sleeping on their couch, uh, as far as the Williams family. Like Monty is a is a guy who who definitely is a family guy and uh just so I I would assume that Kevin Durant and him were are, are very close, we're very close. Uh so it's probably a good a really good fit for him. I'm sorry, I don't mean to harp on this. What year did he lose his wife again? Uh February two thousand sixteen. Okay, KD was in Golden State at that time, wasn't he? No, it's the last year he's in, in oh, okay. OKC.
2: Mm. Okay, because I don't know. For some reason, I kept thinking the interview with Kevin Durant was like he wasn't with him, but like I, I don't know why I got stuck on that. Sorry. Yeah. Point being is Kevin Durant on the uh, Phoenix Suns? I think is a problem. Uh, that team <laughs> is, is, is 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 very very good. Uh, James, um, let's okay, a couple of quick quick football notes. Uh, Derek Carr signing for uh, with with the New Orleans Saints four Good years, hundred million guaranteed. Good, I for like him. that. Good I like him. that.
1: You called that. You said it was going to happen. I, I didn't think it would. Don't think it's it the last
2: happen. one we see. You
1: think Jimmy gets hundred million guaranteed? I do. I do. I don't think he does. I do. I'll be I'll be wrong again. I guess okay. if you bet against him.
2: Okay. <laughs> uh, Two. Speaking of quarterbacks, your collective quarterback, uh, Brock Purdy. Scheduled for surgery again.
0: <laughs> yeah, Friday. Let's just
1: get it done and hope that it don't reveal nothing more than what they thought. I'm, I just, I'm just hoping I'm get, wrong. For you, I thought before. You're
0: gonna get it done at some point here. <laughs> That's the crazy thing because they could get in there and be like, uh, nah, no, we gotta yeah. do, we gotta do Tommy John. I'm just yep. hoping
1: I'm wrong, man. I, yep. just yeah. hope, I hope my vibes are off on that one. We'll get, get well soon, Brock. Even, even with it not being that though, it has pushed the timeline back like a month. Yeah. So we thought he'd be ready right for the beginning of training camp. Well, now yeah. it's looking more like mid to late August.
0: Yeah, two or three weeks uh, and, late. And, uh, and, and
2: Trey is fully healthy, right?
1: Yeah. Or He's, like he had that one more surgery towards the end. He's on track to being ready for OTAs.
0: I think I saw somewhere the 49ers um, visited with the UCLA quarterback at the combine. I actually like that guy. Yeah. Uh, Thompson... Well, there's a man. lot I of... I can't remember. I, I,
1: I like it. He's like 26, but I like him.
0: He's <laughs> <laughs> like the Chris Winky of this generation. Yeah. There's Ready a. step in. There's a lot of rumblings
2: that they're probably going to be pretty active in the quarterback market, be it through mm. the draft or or for some 49ers. form. 49ers? Yeah.
0: Just... Why? I mean, Josh Johnson was spectacular. No. Oh. Jeez. Just he saying.
1: Did. He did have a uh, touchdown pass in that game. Okay.
2: <laughs> he did. Okay. I think it's Technically, that's 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 what happened. Uh, and franchise tenders are due, uh, I believe it's tomorrow, uh, and Josh Jacobs got his. Uh, the Oakland Raiders said, uh, uh-uh. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders said, uh-uh. You ain't going nowhere. So
1: what's the thing with the, the – uh, correct me here. Franchise – you can only franchise one player? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes sense that the Raiders – if you're going to use it, it makes yeah, sense. 100%. Like you 100%. Don't have a quarterback. Usually that's yep. reserved for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You don't know, have a quarterback you're using it on. You already signed Max Crosby. And I, I, I think,
2: think I so. saw Jimmy G. I think I read something today. I saw, I saw something about Jimmy that too. G in the Raiders. Like they yeah. may they I think oh. I read they might look at Mac Jones too. Wow, jeez. Goodness. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what are Goodness. Mac Jones and Jimmy Garoppolo doing in the same headline? Oh, quarterbacks the Raiders may look at if if uh uh-huh. they can't land Aaron Rodgers.
1: Wow. so wow. I
2: guess Aaron Rodgers again is holding the league hostage
1: um
2: although that <laughs> I don't I don't know that this is necessarily his fault uh, but everyone seems to have hopes to land
0: Aaron Rodgers yeah um, uh, the uh the Cowboys uh franchise Pollard, too- mm-hmm. that was crazy I because uh, that's like how many how much money are you gonna spend on running backs well or, it's it's a, well and, and Zeke right I think they can cut Zeke uh mm. in, in two.
2: Boy, that is a hell of a pay raise for Tony Pollard. Yeah, Tony Pollard yeah. was making
0: nothing. Yeah, he just got rich. Yeah, because that's going to
1: be coming off a broken ankle too.
0: Yeah, what so. is the? I don't know what the franchise is for running backs now. I have no idea because you got to be the top five. Top five. Three, top five? I, think, I
2: think it's the average of the top five. Yeah.
1: Um, and I don't know what did each you, what each position. Did you guys is. see who's potentially on the trade market? No, Derrick Henry. Potentially on the trademark. Oh,
0: yeah, but that's that's crazy talk. Like, the statistics on when running backs have back-to-back, like, 400 carry seasons mm-hmm. and what they look like, uh, like, the year after or two years after, I mean, you're shot. And Derrick Henry, he might have another season, maybe two, but I'm not giving up a bunch for him just because of the the just the pounding he's taken as a as a pro running back. Oh, he took that.
2: He he did that in college too. I remember, remember. Yeah, so he, I think he had like four hundred carries or
1: something. His last year. When did he year. when did he have his knee injury? With, that was last year, I think. Where he was out for was it a torn ACL or mm. torn I think torn he was out something. with a torn ACL last but, year. Yeah, I don't think but so. But he he, he he was out. He he, he, he missed games last year. Yeah, yeah, and it was I don't want to say it was miraculous, but it was like. He did it early in the season, and they're like, he's done. But then the Titans started playing well, and it's like, well, he might be able to come back. And he came back for, like, the divisional round or mm. something like that.
2: Uh, Ten million, by the way, Ham, is the no- or who, I think James okay. asked. Ten, Ten million is the number four uh, running backs, which – think about that for a second. That is a stunningly low number. That's the average of the top five paid running backs in the league. mm 10 million dollars they have brutalized that position over the year now granted they not 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 they kind of had the right to with Mm -hmm. um you know there, there aren't very many guys who have lived up to running back contracts um i don't know what leg saquon's got to stand on to get a big to get a big money deal but as Mr. Halliburton once said, I can guarantee you that might be over. <laughs> yeah. That might be over for running backs. Those those big contracts may not be out there for him. It's, it's gotta be the perfect storm. You might have right? to be able to throw a touchdown pass at this point. <laughs> like catching and running with him ain't enough. Right. You might have to be able to throw a couple. Well it's gotta
1: be the perfect storm of and Saquon might be there though, of a guy that's young enough to not be damaged goods like a Derrick Henry. Um that is a game changer the way Saquon is. The combination of the two. Might get him paid, but mm. rarely do we see like that combination meet up. Yeah, it was Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, so that Levy Bell could yeah.
0: catch and run out of the backfield. Yeah, yeah looking at Derrick Henry, he's uh, he's 29, just turned 29. Three of the last four seasons he's led the NFL in carries. Mm. Uh, and that's the magic you're, you're yeah. approaching the magic number 378, right? yeah. 349. Yeah, 1750 mm-hmm. carries over his career. Uh, he only played eight games last year. But, yeah, he's he's going to – that's tough to give him big money.
1: Well, I'd still trade for him if I was a certain team. Like, depending on the on the team, I'm trying to think. I don't know who off the top of my head. But You
2: could use him the way the Cowboys originally used Marion Barber, yeah. where they didn't even give the ball to Barber until the fourth quarter. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they just used it to just break defensive, down, defensive yeah. down. If you could keep him fresh and get him 10 to 12 carries all in the fourth quarter and – be done. Nope. Maybe yeah. that work.
0: Yeah, the the era of Kyle first Shanahan. round pick mm-hmm. running backs is over. You know, you might have a guy get drafted in the first round, but like few and far between. Guarante- looking at top <laughs> <Yeah>. ten and <laughs> number two. Yeah, that's over. Those they'll, <laughs> they'll
2: Saquon Barkley picks is yeah, that's man, a wrap.
1: Man, you you said it. Like I don't know if he fits the scheme or not. That's not that's not really what I look at. But if it if he did fit and the price was right. Oh well, yeah, I'd, I'd love to have uh, yeah, absolutely. Henry with the 49ers. Absolutely. Absolutely. That'd you know,
2: Kyle would never even give him the ball that much. <laughs> no. like, he wouldn't have to. He, he wouldn't lead the league. of carries. Like, that's not how Kyle would do this. Like, welcome to our latest running back by committee member. That's right. Uh, James, let's transition here uh, to the Sacramento Kings. Of course, they'll take on uh, the New Orleans Pelicans. I don't know. Did you get anything confirmed on uh, De'Aaron Fox? I know you tweeted that. Uh, He was a part of shoot-around today, but what's that mean
0: for tonight? He's part of shoot-around, but I'm going to—like, the Kings are going to be super cautious here Mm -hmm. because they're worried about a hamstring issue. Uh, It's a sore hamstring. It's not like some small tear or something or some pull, uh, but, like, there are indicators that you're looking at here when when it comes to injuries, and you want to make sure that you're being super cautious I wouldn't be totally shocked if we didn't see him tonight. I know he Mm -hmm. wants to play. I know the team wants him to play. But, like, the medical staff is going to have a say in this. And so, um, like, again, it was a good sign that he's out there. He's not limping. And, you know, he looked fine. But that doesn't mean that they're going to run him out there just to run him out there. You got a couple of days off here. You got two days off in a row. Mm -hmm. So we're looking at, you know, four days off in a row if he doesn't play tonight versus uh, you know, jumping right back in against the Knicks on, on Thursday, uh, if he does play. So uh, we'll have to wait and see, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if we hear around, you know, five thirty six that he's not gonna play tonight. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I, I kinda of feel the same way. Um want him to play, obviously, you know, it gives the team the best chance to win. But it's almost like the situation we talked about with the wrist with OKC where you know, late in this season, you know, a lot of miles on him. You're you're maybe still in another few days of rest and recovery by having him sit because they have an extra day, like Damian talked about. Anything that's not um, the one day in between feels like an you know an extra day, a, a whole yeah. extra day. So you could have him potentially from Sunday to Thursday resting and recovering and trying to heal that hamstring. Instead of throwing him out there tonight where, you know, he might not be 100%. But this is that time of year, though, as well for some of these guys.
0: Everyone's beat up this time of year. Mm. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, we saw him shaking his left wrist during the game. Mm-hmm. We saw Sabonis take a shot on his other hand, his left hand, in the last game. That looked like it hurt. He was shaking that thing for a while. Like, look, if you're not beat up in Bruce, then it's because you haven't been playing. Mm. And the Kings, have most of their players have played the majority of the season. Like, we're we're at that point where their top eight guys are, you know, almost every single game this the season. You know, Herter might have missed, what, one game? Uh, Monk has missed, like, one or two games. Fox has missed, I think, four or five. Yeah, what was he, sick?
2: Like, I, I remember Kev,
0: that? Kevin Herter was, like,
2: sick one game, right? Yeah. He wasn't I, actually, I don't think he was injured. Was that no. the
1: Toronto game?
0: Yeah, I can't I remember. Toronto, TD played for him. I, you. Might have. Okay. You yeah. might be right, though. He might have been. I feel like he just sick. was sick
2: in um, not
0: Toronto. In, and in, I know in, with in Malik, Toronto. Malik had had a stretch of games where it was it was getting ugly, and Mike gave him like a break. He said mm-hmm. like the indicators are. He's like Malik wants to play. I'm making the decision to not play him tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like we need him to to heal up and to get right and to be ready. And I I think it helps. You know these guys. You need breaks, and I know they're professional athletes, but this team is—they've practiced so much, mm-hmm. like they really are in like top-flight condition. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're going to have these things, and and the training staff, like that's one of the problems that you have is that there, every team collects all this data, but there is no true indicator and there is no true predictor about what it is that you know if a player is going to have an injury or not. Mm-hmm. And so you can sit a guy and, and he can – maybe maybe that does impact him not getting hurt. But then you can sit a guy and then he can come back a couple of games later and still get hurt. Um, you can also have a guy play through it. And so there, the collection of data, it's just not an exact science yet. Mm-hmm. It's just – again, it's all predicted, predictive stuff. And there are times where you can see a player run out of juice uh, and, and you want to sit him. But then we see like what's happened with Herter where it looked like he ran out of juice. He didn't sit him. And next like thing you know, he found himself again. So now he's at 20, 22 points a game over the last three or four. How many rebounds? Uh, that's been a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you bringing up old stuff? Why are you bringing up old stuff?
2: You know what? We'll talk about, as James said, it'll be a problem. Uh, we'll talk about uh, Kevin Herter's rebounding. Also, want to ask you about uh, Kessler Edwards. We saw our first extended look at him uh, over the weekend as well. So, we're just getting started. We got lots of Kings conversation coming up here uh, with James Hamm when we return here on Sacramento Sports Leader. Stealing with KC on ESPN 1320. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Up. Live on the Odyssey app, live on twitch.tv slash ESPN1320, youtube.com slash ESPN1320, wherever you are. Uh, we thank you so much uh, for being here with us as James Ham is here with us. The Sacramento Kings take on the New Orleans Pelicans tonight uh, at the Golden One Center. So let's dive into this and we'll start with Kevin Herter. I made a joke about you mentioned Kevin Herter and his scoring and how well he's shooting. And I said, hey, James, how well is he rebounding? Um... <laughs> well, fact is he's not rebounding, uh, as the statistics show at least for the last two games. And Mike clearly um, a little again agitated uh, by some players on his
0: team not rebounding, as he pointed out in his post game presser yesterday. You know the funny thing is, they I think they got out rebounded by one one mm-hmm. rebound. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. Uh, but they lost that Also game. Domas gets like 20 a night at this point. And that's what Kevin said today. Like he was asked very specific about like him not getting enough rebounds and he said, well what am i supposed to do go steal uh, Sabonis's <laughs> rebounds? Like that that's not going to fly. You can do the Giannis trick. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. <laughs> Did you see Giannis's triple double yesterday? They took
1: it away, by the way.
2: Did they really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he he was a rebound short of a triple double. And I guess the bench was yelling at him. He stole the ball. He was under the basket. And he just threw it off the backboard and grabbed it. And the announcers are like, oh, does that count? I think he just got his triple-double. The bench <laughs> was telling him to get a rebound. So
1: Yeah, they took it away. They, they counted it at like, first. How
2: do you take it away? It's a rebound. How do you take it away?
1: Because it was a disingenuous attempt at a shot. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a rule. <laughs> I don't know if it's a rule or not, but that's what they did today. They officially... To, to the oh, rebound away. come on,
2: man.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, look, Kevin Herter Kevin is— Kevin Herter's
2: got to have a disingenuous <laughs> well, shot <but> attempt.
0: <laughs> Kevin Herter's never been a good rebounder throughout his career. I mean, he averages 3.3 3 rebounds per game. Mm. Like, having one or zero like he has in the last two games, that's not going to cut it. You mm. have to go mix it up. And, and I'd even say this, the, the reason they lost that game, very specific— they gave up three offensive rebounds that ended up being putbacks in the final like two minutes. Yeah, I mean that's where it was. You got the stops, you just couldn't get the rebound and finish the play. And it was guys not putting a body on people, hmm. and that's unacceptable. And that's where Mike is like he doesn't want to point fingers, but he's he needs to point fingers. Mm-hmm. And, and see, the,
1: oh, go ahead, go ahead. James. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say, and in, in pointing fingers in that situation, if you're gonna do it. um, I'd probably i need more than seven combined rebounds from from Keegan and Harrison.
0: Mm-hmm. Those are your four. Yeah. I know
1: Keegan only played twenty minutes. He didn't really get an opportunity. He was invisible. But, I mean, they, they had eight, seven rebounds total. Trey Lyles had eight by himself off the bench.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, Trey Lyles is one of those guys that sits there on the bench and is fully engaged in the game and looking and going, how can I impact this specific game. And then he goes in and he does whatever it is he needs to do to help the team. And that's a a sign of a really good veteran, but also a really smart player. And certain nights, like he, he feels that they're, they need more scoring. So he goes out and he scores a bunch Mm -hmm. or they need more three point shooting. So he focuses on that or they need someone to go crash. And that, for me, like having veterans like that, that have that ability is huge. Um, And they do take rebounds away from, You know, when a guy like that has eight rebounds and then Sabonis has, what, 14 rebounds in that game, like there isn't a whole lot more rebounds, especially when you play defense so poorly that the opposition shoots 61% from the field. There's not a lot of defensive rebounds when they shoot 61% from the field. We talk about uh, the the way that they played
2: defensively, James, and that's obviously a big conversation coming out of that Memphis game given it was only their second loss when scoring one hundred and thirty. Plus points. I think the record now, uh, fifteen and two, uh, when they score 130 plus. The other loss being, of course, the Los Angeles Lakers. But it felt like there were moments last night, James, where the Kings did play really good defense for about 20 seconds or 21 seconds, and then something happened. Somebody missed something, and Mike Conley's wide open in the corner, or somebody else is wide open in the corner. And I don't have this confirmed, but I think they shot perfect. Uh, in situations like that, uh, from time winding down on the shot clock to just standing alone in the corner. I think they were like 10 of 10. Will Z probably says that's a lie, (laughs) but I'm saying it's true because it felt like every time I thought this Kings team had a good defensive possession, someone hit a three in
0: the corner. Yeah, or they gave up the offensive rebound and the putback. And I think there's one time they did both. Yeah, <laughs> They gave
2: up the offensive rebound and yeah, it turned the scatter into a three. three. Yeah, the yeah. scatter
0: three. Yeah, the Kings, especially early in the season, they were notorious for the scatter three. Like whenever the you know everything goes wrong, they get an offensive rebound, the kick out three, mm. uh, and, and there was a bunch of them. Like this team, they're really trying to protect the paint, and so they're giving up a ton of three-point shots. Um, it, it's not exactly a perfect situation. But again, it goes back to trying to, to save Sabonis from getting in foul trouble, in my opinion. Uh, like for this team, when you start to see them running out of, uh, run out of gas, the indicator is very clear. Mm. It's Sabonis' fouls. Mm. Like as soon as you start seeing his fouls start to tick up, mm. that means that too many blow-bys are happening, and he's trying to help out, and he keeps picking up fouls. And so it's the first indicator. The second indicator is like, again, the three-point shot. Like this team is trying to shrink in, protect Sabonis, and they're giving up threes because of it. And you know they've got to get better. Uh, I also like Kessler Edwards steps on the floor, and at the point that he went in the game, and it, there was four minutes left in the third quarter, uh, Ant Man had had twenty two points. Uh, he mm-hmm. finished with twenty six, and I thought he was incredible. I thought he stayed in front of his man. I thought he was able to take... uh, Mike Brown talked about it. He's able to take a hit and stay square where a lot of guys like him aren't strong enough to take a hit from somebody. And so the way to neutralize someone's length like that is to get into their body and sort of knock them down, keep them on the ground, Mm -hmm. and then play back, you know? And I don't think Kessler is a guy you can do that with. And I thought he was super, super impressive. And it also showed you... We always talk about, oh, well, one player isn't going to fix this thing. Uh, one player can impact this thing greatly on the defensive end. And he hit a three. He missed a layup. Um, like, I'm not so worried about the offensive side. I just thought he was he was competent. He went and got rebounds. You know, he had, what, two or three, well, three or four rebounds in that game. And I thought they were impactful rebounds. He didn't know what to do once he got the ball. <laughs> Like, everyone else just takes off running with the ball once they get the rebound. He was kind of like, uh, where's my guard? <laughs> so you could see where he was a little out of sorts, but I think it it really shows you, like, the Kings are going to get a look at the player archetype that they need for that position. That is a type of guy they need. Now, you need two or three of them, number one. Uh, number two, you need somebody who's, like, more proven than Kessler Edwards to play that position.
1: How are you going to get two or three of them,
0: James? Like how, like you get we two keep or three one of them. of
1: them. Who, who's not playing? Who's off this team?
0: Well, it doesn't matter if they're off the team or it, it's going to come down to who's not playing. So we open the season. Chima Moneki mm-hmm. is that kind of guy, um, and then you have to look like this off season. Alex Lynn, Terrence Davis, Trey Lyles, Chimezi Metu. But they're already not playing. Well, like, yeah, you but you get those two are or three all of them. Agents.
1: Now you're talking like Kevin Herter, Malik Monk, Davion Mitchell aren't playing no more.
0: No, 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 no. Those guys are going to play. But what I'm saying (laughs) is you're going to get two or three of these guys. So when you do have injuries or when guys aren't playing well, they can step on the court. I got you. Even if it's in practice, like somebody has to play. And that's where I kind of look at Sasha and go, okay, look, it's fine if, if you bring in Sasha for next year and you've got these three forwards that are all kind of the same body type, Mm -hmm. that's a problem. You don't have the athleticism and you don't have the length that you need at that position. So that's where you're like, okay, how am I going to fit another guy in? Or how am I going to fit two of these guys in? Yeah. The Kings need to f- figure out a way. I remember uh, the f- the first year of Dave Yeager um, when they tried to build a playoff team and then it it did not go well and they ended up blowing the whole thing up midseason. Mm. But they walked into that season with uh, Matt Barnes, Omri Caspi, and Rudy Gay all at six, seven, six, eight, six, nine. 6'8", They could play the three and the 4 mm by the end of the season they had nobody by the the next season they didn't have a single player as like Bogdanovich at six foot six they didn't have a single player between that and like center size Hmm. and it was a huge problem so this team needs to find those athletic long guys like Toronto has like 14 of them Mm -hmm. Kings they don't even really have one until now where they have Kessler Edwards even like PJ Dozier is one of those guys that gives you, like, great length, uh sort of height to wingspan differential mm-hmm. that you can put on the perimeter and have them defend somebody.
1: Real, real quick, because mm-hmm. um, I agree with everything you talked about with the way Kessler played on Saturday. Loved it. Now the next question hmm. that we were trying to figure out is, mm-hmm. will we see that again? Yeah. <laughs> we might not. Because a lot of times, you know, we see, like, Casey has a good outing and then he don't. we don't see him for, like, two, three weeks. Do you think, and I know we don't know anything, but – do you think maybe this is the beginning of Kessler getting more of an opportunity or is it the Kessler Edwards era (laughs) has begun (laughs) Is it more likely a one-off
0: in all honesty, it very well could be a one-off because Mm. Mike Brown was very honest about he did not go into the game with that as a game plan. That was not the game plan was not to go Kessler Edwards. Mm. They even tried PJ Dozier first and that didn't work out. And they're like, well, might as well give this other kid a shot. Go ahead and run out there and go do what we're asking you to do. Mm-hmm. And so, if it were something where they designed it, uh, like you know they have in the past, where it's like, hey, Shemese Metu is going to get a five-game run at, at the backup center spot, and we'll and if he does well, we'll leave him out there. If he doesn't do well, maybe we'll end it at three and a half games. But we're at least going to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. That's not what this was. This was a. Uh, nothing is going right. We look horrible. We can't defend anybody. Let's throw some things at the wall and see if they stick. And Kessler said it too. He goes, I, I didn't expect to play. He's like, I didn't know if I was going to play or not. And he's like, I got to stay ready in case I do. But like the game plan, I wasn't part of the, the game plan for the, for the night.
2: You're listening to Dilo and KC on KIFM West Sacramento 98.5 FM Carex QHD two Sacramento ESPN 1320. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Missing any part of today's show, you can download the Dilo and KC podcast wherever you get podcasts from on that same Odyssey app on Apple, Spotify, whatever your preference is. Uh, never miss anything uh, when you subscribe to the Dilo and KC podcast. Let's stay with uh, Saturday's game versus Minnesota for a minute. Uh, you brought up Keegan sort of briefly uh, a moment ago. Keegan, uh, this is arguably the most invisible he's been in a uh, Kings basketball game all year. I, I, I heard you and uh, Brendan talking about normally you know, on the Kings Beat podcast, he's doing something, and you could see it, and you 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 know Keegan is out there. Boy, he was
0: he was forgettable on Saturday,
2: arguably for the first time uh, this season. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think Mike just saw something in it too. Like there was something he spotted or that one of the other coaches spotted and said, let's just pull pull the plug on this one tonight mm. because what you don't want to do is like affect his confidence and stuff like that. It's not like he shot a bunch and missed a bunch. He just wasn't part of the flow, but he also, I think he was a step slow. And it's mm. what we saw from a couple of guys. That's again, when guys are a step slow, they get beat, right? But the other thing you see is the fouls. Mm. And we started seeing one foul after another after another for Keegan where, and I know, it I don't think he even had like massive foul trouble, but you could see the types of fouls. He, he was so off balance and out of sorts and like grabbing and like really like rough, weird fouls. You could just see that it wasn't his night, and that's okay, he's a rookie. He's a rookie on a third seed. He's playing 30 minutes a night. You know, this is one of those things where you're going to have moments where we might like, he might not hit another rookie wall, but that doesn't mean he doesn't have a night where he just can't, you know, figure it out. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Like, that's what is supposed to happen in your rookie season in the NBA. He's just now entering like the third season if he were a college player. The college season is roughly 30 games. We're in the, what, 64 games in, 60... What is tonight? Game 37
2: and 26. Oh, 64. 64 yeah. tonight.
0: Yeah. So they have 18 games left after tonight. So, yeah. Uh, hopefully he doesn't have a lot of these games, but this two-day break coming up, it's going to be huge for a guy like that.
1: So so you think, James, like this is this is kind of what we're going to see for the rest of this year where, where if he doesn't have it, Coach Brown probably won't let him play through it. He's just going to be like, oh, you don't have it. I'm going to look to go in a different direction tonight.
0: Yeah, and that's not a bad thing. Because look, early in the season, the first the first fifty games of the year, if you want to let a guy play through a little bit, that's okay. This is about winning right now. It's it's not about learning a lesson. It's not about you know, those things can be taught while you're sitting on the bench watching. They they can be taught in practice in a film session right now. This is about you got nineteen games to prove you belong. And you got a four-game lead in the lost column over the, the Golden State Warriors to to host a, a playoff series. Hmm. you know. And so the Kings have circled like they need to make sure that if they can do it at all, they need to be in the top four. And so they can host. Um, and that's what I think they're doing. They're, they're going for the win. And it's what they should do. Like they haven't been in this position, but like the, the like on the fly learning on the job things, that's over. That's over now. It's over in the playoffs. If we're, you're not going to lose a playoff series because you're you're trying to teach Keegan Murray a couple of <laughs> lessons, that's not fair to him. It's not fair to the rest of your team. It's not fair to your fan base. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: Two games up on Phoenix right now.
2: One game back uh, from Memphis for the two spot. And tonight's game, sneaky important, I imagine. Um, kings are really big with laker fans tonight (laughs) kings beat the lakers there's a there's a 31 34 tie between the pelicans the jazz uh and the lakers there in 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 the 9 10 and, and and 11 spots um the pelicans are as will z laid out for us that's a tough defensive team who create i think a lot of challenges not surprisingly
0: probably the biggest tonight is brandon ingram yeah, see, again, we talk about these teams that are around the Kings. Kessler-Edwards, come on down. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, look at Minnesota, and you keep thinking, oh, man, this is a bad matchup team. Like, they're teams that are around that where the Kings should have been in development. They're around the same, like, they just haven't won as many as the Kings. They've had those moments where the wheels have completely fallen off the bus, or or in both of their Uh, like they both have had major injury problems all season long, whether it's Cat or Zion or Brandon Ingram missing 15 games or whatever it was he missed. Like both of these, all three of these teams, they're, in my opinion, they're all around the same basic skill and like development level. Like you can, like one team you could favor over the other. The fact that the Kings are the one team that's sitting at three and these other guys are like six or, or 10 is to me it's really more about injuries than it is anything else and the and so like it's a coin flip when you go up against these teams they're good teams there it's not like the kings are head and shoulders above them that this isn't a san antonio spurs team or oklahoma city team even this is a team that or or the utah jazz like the kings are better than those teams mm-hmm. this is a like very specifically teams that they should be battling and whether it's for a 3456 or it's for a 78910 this is what you kind of expected at the beginning of the year.
1: Yeah. Man it's you know it's just one of those things man where you're going up against like you mentioned a good team it's if you lose to the Pelicans it's it's not oh, a bad loss and all this other so at least I don't deem it that way. I look at it as a team that um, while they are banged up they still have dangerous players out there. CJ McCollum is extremely dangerous. Obviously, Brandon Ingram extremely dangerous. You got guys like Murphy out there that can that can ball as well. So Hernan um, Gomez gave them fits last time they played. So it's it's a game that the Kings. I'd like to see them win, and if they can get it, everyone's a good win. With eighteen games left, right, yeah. everyone, there ain't no bad. when they play San Antonio. They win now. That's yeah, a good, a good win. win. I'll take that. Every
2: game's a you good beat win. Houston by one point. That's a good win.
0: Who cares? Yeah, it's yeah. a good <laughs> win. I, I mean, that's how you have to look at. And we can talk about, you know, they're a game behind Memphis, right? How I, I don't look like at the way, yeah, you we said didn't that. have to. I don't, take I don't the like the way that they roll. Well, no, but when I look at the when when you get to this point in the season, you you have to look at how many games that the opposition has has left. So if Again, the Golden State Warriors, they're, they're down to 16 games. The Kings have mm. 19. Well, they trail the Kings by four games in the lost column. Mm-hmm. And they still have, I think it's either six or seven road games left, where they're 7 and 23 on the road. So they're a bad road team. The, the Warriors can catch the Kings without any, without any question. Four games in the lost column, that's not insurmountable. But when you really start to look at it they only have 16 games left that means that just right off the bat the worst they could be is 12 and 4 and one of those wins has to be against the kings hmm. right to finish out their schedule and that that's not easy hmm. like and and then the kings control their own destiny too you know yeah. there it depends on how many games the kings can win and um but you know, then we, we look at the other group, right? So you look at Minnesota at 32 losses and the Kings at 26. Six games is a lot to make up. Uh, that That's almost, again, at this point, it's almost impossible. Seven games for a team like Minnesota. Uh, seven games for a team like the Pelicans. So what we're talking about tonight is not the Kings fighting to, to hopefully whether the Pelicans are going to pick up a full game on them and they could be a team that comes up and gets them. We're down to like maybe two teams that can catch the team for the Kings for the third seed. Mm-hmm. And that's, of course, the, the Suns, who have a good shot at it. Mm-hmm. And it's the Warriors. And like every one of these games is so paramount for this team. So. Uh, a couple of quick things. AMA.
1: Yeah uh, man Sec
2: State Hornets women's basketball team moving along sky. in the big sky tournament here. All of a sudden this game turned into a blowout.
1: Yeah, they, they just stepped on the gas on these it, girls. Stepped on the gas on these girls.
2: It was a fight for a minute. Now I'm not gonna take credit, but when I turned it on, it was close, and then uh, I think I don't know if Coach Campbell alerted them, Hey, yeah. D Lo's watching and they turned up, but this game turned into a blowout in the final minutes. And well, look and, here, and we just got we just along. gotta thank D Lo. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. So air horns for D'Lo.
1: <laughs>
2: now, big ups to our Sac State women's basketball team. Um, and that was the final.
1: Yeah. Big Sky champions. So, so, so the the um, I'm sure Ryan will alert us to this, but I don't know if they've won too many games. I think they. I think Sac State women they won some a game or two last year in the tournament. I think, but then winning this game. I mean this is
2: but this wasn't the final, was it?
1: No, no, Why no. Why no, did
2: that no. say? Okay, they fixed it.
1: Yeah, no. Yeah, they they it said going Big Sky semi-finals.
2: Championship game on the bottom of the lower third. Uh but they fixed it. Bad job by them.
1: Um, oh, I should know better than the true yeah, broadcast. Uh, it's uh they're going to the semis. But I don't know how many games See, they've look, won. See, look, it says it's it right there. History. Yeah, I'm looking at it right <laughs> now. That's a bad job by them. Bad job by Big Sky Network. Um but I can't I, I don't I wonder how many games they've won in women's basketball, like conference games they've won oh. in in uh, Big Sky, mm-hmm. Sac State Big Sky mm-hmm. history. Can't be too many. This has got to be one of the few wins yeah. they've gotten. So they're they'll, they're on to tomorrow night.
2: Let's go, KD. Let's go, yeah. Coach. Uh, here's another one, uh, not really air horn worthy, but I honestly wasn't confident this would happen. The Seahawks and Geno Smith. Are finalizing a new multi year contract. Yeah. Uh, I I, I didn't. I didn't. Three year deal. Well. 60? Well, (laughs) I think I'm getting NFL numbers here.
1: Oh, man. You're getting NFL.
2: Yeah, I think I'm getting (laughs) NFL'd. Uh, Ian Rappaport (laughs) says three year deal worth $105 million for Geno Smith. Now, We'll, ouch we'll find out if, i i am having a tough time believing that's 105 million 3 years maybe
0: his maybe numbers 60 were, to 70 his numbers were really good last year but i don't know if 35 million a year i don't i don't i don't well, think he, i don't think that's what it's this 52
1: is 52 million guaranteed
2: okay cause so i so yeah. i don't have that note so, so 52 million guaranteed yeah. that's the money with
1: he makes. the ability Which, to earn 52 million uh So what
2: that almost assures is it's really a two-year deal that they could sneak out of Mm -hmm. in the third, and he'll Mm -hmm. make his $52 million uh, over those two years. But it looks like Geno Smith back with the Seattle Seahawks. I like that. I like that for Geno. Uh, I like that for Seattle. I thought he absolutely earned uh, the right to that contract uh, last year. As
1: much as I don't uh, like those guys, I mean it sets up perfectly for the timeline that they probably want. You yep. got Geno there for two years. You draft a quarterback, let him develop uh, under a guy like Geno Smith, and you know, two years when you cut Geno, your rookie, will be probably. ready to go. Yeah, that's probably
2: what they do. Um, okay, as we keep moving here uh, with Kings talk, uh, you were mentioning. I also, you had a little tone too <laughs> when 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 you when you when you talked about the Kings being healthy. We've talked about that a lot this year and the Kings kind of being in the position that they've been because they've been in the healthiest. And we can look at the, you know, Ingram being out and then Zion being out. And we could look at the different injuries. Carl Anthony Towns isn't playing right now. Kings don't have to apologize for that. I think referencing the fact that they've been healthy
0: almost, well, you know, that they've been healthy, it almost diminishes what they've accomplished this year. Oh, no, no. I'm not trying to diminish that at all. I I think that the fact that the Kings are healthy, number one, I think, a lot of it is... And trying, healthy
2: is their best player playing with a broken hand. Yeah. Or one of their best players yeah, playing with a
0: broken hand. exactly. And, and I'd also say the training staff is all new this year. Some of them have been here before, but like the the top of the training staff is all new this year. So kudos to those guys. I think they've done a remarkable job of, of keeping this team healthy. But I'm also going to point to something that I think we've talked about a couple of times. The Kings practice more than everyone else. They are... Like running guys out there for huge minutes. I just think that this team is in better condition than most teams. Mm-hmm. And I think that this whole thing that we see in the NBA, where guys are taking time off to do this and that, you know, whether it's load management or whatever, I think it does a disservice to to the player. It's themselves. Like yeah. I don't think players are in, well, I, I can guarantee you, players work out more now than they did in the 80s and the 90s they just don't play nearly as much they mm-hmm. they're not able to stay healthy because i don't think that they're practicing nearly as much they're like so I, I think technology in this situation it could be a little bit of a hindrance the fact that the kings are younger than a team like say the Gold, the, the the warriors or mm-hmm. the lakers that that comes into play mm-hmm. but you know I, I think also going out and getting guys who don't have a huge injury history is probably a good thing Malik yep. Monk, uh, Kevin Herter. These aren't guys that have missed historically like huge, huge chunks of time in their career, and you know you're you're getting guys who play, and that's big too. The
1: other thing about it is, um, like, look, man, there's nothing the Timberwolves can do about Cat. Like he's. That's, that's an injury. There's nothing you yeah, can do. Yeah,
0: they about. paid him. Now there's nothing they can do about it. Well, yeah,
1: but like the, I'm talking about the, inju- the injury. Like That's a serious injury. Not rub some dirt on it and go play. Like mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. But the Kings play through their stuff. They play through their little nicks and knacks. You see um, De'Aaron Fox had a foot earlier this year. He, he got back. Yeah. You know, D'Angelo Russell had an ankle. He ain't played in about a week and a half. And I'm not
0: coming Brandon at D'Angelo missed like 20 games with a toe injury that they were like, it's not even turf toe.
1: With um, Rudy Gobert, the, the the second time they played Minnesota, Minnesota didn't play. The Kings don't load manage. And if they have little knickknacks, they do everything they can to get on the court. If they can't play, they can't play. But they do everything they can to get on the court. So a lot of people talking about, you know, the, the, the Kings are the healthiest team. Yes and no. Like they got the same knickknacks that a lot of teams have. You guys just sit when you have the knickknacks. Kings play through. Them.
0: Y'all soft.
1: <laughs> Y'all ain't tough
0: like the Kings. Well, I'll t- I'll tell you like historically speaking to like Cat is a guy who just misses games. Like there are certain guys that you know around the league that just they just don't play. They if there's something wrong, they don't play. And he's one of those guys. And, you know, we had the issue a couple of years ago where they were actually winning early in the season. And then he just missed a huge amount of time, mm. a ton of time. And they kept telling him, like, we keep doing MRIs and stuff, but they're, we're not seeing anything going on. Mm. Like, what is it? Why are you not playing? And, like, the vibe around that team was horrible. Like, mm. very specific. He's just not playing. What do you mean? he He's decided he's not going to play. There's nothing we can do to make him play. So the Kings don't have those guys. Yeah. And, and they got a bunch of guys who are 24, 25, 26. And, you know, they're in the prime of their career or a little short of their prime of their career before they get to their prime. And the only guy who's playing major minutes on this team that's 30 is Harrison Barnes. So they, Which just barely 30. Who takes care of himself, mm-hmm.
2: you know? I feel like Carl Anthony Towns is the guy they need to move on from. Mm. Just. Turn turn the Kings over to King Edwards and keep them moving. Over
0: yeah, the crazy the thing
1: is I don't yeah. think they can move him for – I know they can't move him this year. I don't know if they can move him next year, like legally.
0: Oh, no, they can legally move him.
1: I know this year they legally can't because he just signed that contract. Uh,
0: just sign he's him? a base year yeah. compensation player. So if that's what it is that you're talking about, I, I believe um, – so yeah, it makes it very difficult to trade him. You can not actually trade guys, uh, but it it's just slightly more complex. I don't think they.
1: Can, I don't think he's going nowhere. Oh, they I don't make, think he is for either. The next yeah, two years. I don't just, think. I don't like think he, said, he is they just either. Him to that extension. Yeah, yeah I just this think that summer. they should.
2: Uh, but yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere
1: either. That was the whole crazy thing. I don't think they can move Gobert either. I got I think that was they are locked in. The only move they could make was d'angelo russell and they made it and obviously ant man but they wouldn't do that but as far as like the two guys that people look at as maybe the potential problem i think they're locked into those guys next year too
2: Hmm. we'll see well i think they'll give it a shot next year no matter what the like i just don't know uh, like what's going to be different for that team yeah I Not. mean if they just hit 50 something percent of their threes like they did on they
1: make 20 threes a night they'll be Yeah, fine.
2: they'll be fine. <laughs> they'll be below and JC and miss it just outscore them. Can't you can't score with Minnesota. <laughs> if
0: they just do that they would be fine. Yeah, just score with Minnesota. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's Cat was so reliable early in his career. He didn't miss a game for the first 3 years. Even in year 4 he played 77 and then it's like 35-50. Carl Anthony Downs has a
2: $62 million dollar player option <laughs> in 27
0: 28. Player option. My
1: goodness.
0: Okay, so, and he's 27 oh, this year, man. 28, 29, 30, 31. When he's 32, $60 million Jeez. player option. 60.6. Wow. My goodness.
2: I'm going to go out on a limb and say, Cat's opting into that joint.
1: Yeah. And, and look, and here's, <laughs> here's the other thing about it. Cat is like a really good ball player. Mm-hmm. He's a really good ball player. And I honestly think here, you know, maybe shifting the blame a little bit, they would have been fine without getting Gobert. They would have been fine. <clears throat> it's just the combination of the two just kind of messed everything up.
2: But I don't – they they weren't – I mean, maybe they were better. They weren't Good last year, they were maybe a little bit better than they are now. Like I feel like Minnesota's been a disappointment for a long time. Yeah, not just because of Rudy Gobert.
1: No, but and Cat, you could you could say, you could use the argument with Cat. He hadn't had nobody. He ain't played with nobody. And when he finally did, you got a Anthony Edwards in there that was pretty good. Um, you surround him. You wouldn't get Kyle Anderson uh, th- this past year. Like you're putting him around players that could play. He gets hurt. First of all, and then you go and get this player and Rudy Gobert that just doesn't match up. So when you finally get players there, you know, last year I know I wonder
2: they, if they even called about Donovan. Did they legit just call Utah and go, "Hey, we want Rudy Gobert"?
0: I, I need know. to know how that went.
1: I don't know what A Rod was thinking. I think well, Utah I was. heard A
0: Rod made the call. <laughs> I think Utah was sitting there. James's
2: favorite, Alex Rodriguez.
0: Not sure. Yeah. <laughs> the A fraud. uh Yeah, they were sitting there like not quite sure what they were going to do. And when they got the offer for Go Bear, it was like, oh, we got to take that. And we got to blow this up. <laughs> oh, out. for sure. It's go time. Oh, my God. How many first-round picks did they get out of blowing their team up? And they're still competitive.
1: They're still more competitive right now. They're still a playing team, right? Yeah, they're still more
0: competitive now than the Kings have been in the last 20 years. The
1: crazy thing about uh, Minnesota is...
2: Match Luke Walton's win total. (laughs) They got 31 (laughs) wins.
1: The crazy thing about Minnesota is they have one piece that they can move in D'Angelo Russell. They didn't even get anything for that. They turned that into Mike Conley.
0: Oh, but I think Mike Conley makes you a much better team. He's, He's a leader. He... He's played well, with Gobert. It, yeah, and that's, that's what it sounded like was they did it because they think Mike
2: Conley some sort of like Gobert Whisperer. Mm. Which to me screams you did something wrong when you have to bring in a whisperer. Mm. Something went yeah. some, something went awry if you had to go get one very specific player who might be able to get the most out of this guy.
1: Well and, and you needed you needed to use the
0: one asset you had to go get a whisperer. Okay, but mm. is that team what do they look like now? They look like the uh Cold Weather Utah Jazz. Like basically if Colder you weather? if you look at Anthony Edwards and Donovan and uh Donovan Mitchell, I mean, sure, Mitchell's a better player now, but you know, maybe 2 years from now we might see a, that that uh Ant-Man is equal to or better than. Mm-hmm. And then you basically have his point guard in his center. And I guess if you had Cat, it would make things different, but you know, I still I told you guys in the beginning, no one can defend the perimeter on that team. If you take away, you add Ant-Man and Cat to the same roster. The problem they had in Utah is in the playoffs, everyone just picked on those guys and and abused, absolutely abused Gobert, made him go play the perimeter and he couldn't mm-hmm. do it. And they lost every series. That's and, why.
1: And here on b JC in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. The other issue is they're getting stuff. away with it right now. Not necessarily. Early because they have Mike Conley, but because they don't have Cat, and that's not a shot at Cat. No, but you can't play right. Gobert go bear and Cat together, so they're forced to that's, just play one right. And now you got McDaniels and slow mo that can play with Kyle or excuse me, with Cat. There, one of those two who are your two best perimeter defenders are going to be off the court.
2: But that's the thing I keep thinking about when teams get we talk about teams getting healthy, teams getting healthy, teams getting healthy one, you have that situation that you just laid out right there. They have to figure out how to play together. And I'm pretty sure Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson have to figure out how to play together. Mm -hmm. Unless the Pelicans have just ruled Zion Williamson out forever because I feel like they haven't mentioned his name since the All-Star break. Mm -hmm. They said he would be reevaluated after the All-Star break, which by my calculations is now. I have not seen, read, heard anything on, on Zion Williamson.
0: I thought he had another setback. That's what I thought. He, That's where it we that was. But that was, most, yeah, break, that was before the All-Star break, right? Most, yep, yeah. yeah.
2: And it was, it because was, originally it was, at first he wanted to be a part of the All-Star game. And then it was like, he's not. And then it was like, okay, there's another setback. And then it was, he'll be reevaluated evaluated uh, following the All-Star game. And I guess we just haven't – I guess I guess technically they weren't wrong. Like it's still after the All-Star game. It just might be another <laughs> week or two before he's evaluated. But the point being is those teams have to figure out how to play together. This isn't – and, and I think that's the point you were trying to make with Phoenix earlier. But this isn't Kevin Durant who could come in, one, be the best player on the team, be one of the best players in the world and just seamlessly fit somewhere. That's not what Zion and B.I. are. That's not what Cat and Rudy Gobert and Anthony Edwards are. Like,
0: there's a figuring out process here that they might not be able to figure out. Yeah, I mean, Kevin Durant can lace up issues, walk onto any team in the league, and put up 50 in the first night. Yep. That's who he is. Like, all you got to do is feed him. It doesn't matter where he is on the court. He'll find uh, find a way to get to his spots. Mm -hmm. That's... These other teams, like, but the
2: scary thing about KD doing all of that is he could do that, and he could also let, in this case, Devin Booker get thirty eight.
0: Yeah. No, I, I mean, when the Pelicans specifically, they haven't been able to put this team together like for any sort of functional like chemistry building moments at all. Like they're not battle tested. Mm-hmm. They're battle tested with some guys that like that dumped the Kings. When everybody was out and they walked in with no Valanchunas, no uh, Brandon Ingram, no uh, no Zion, and they thumped the Kings, that group is fine. But these other pieces you're putting in, they are huge, huge pieces to your overall puzzle that have just never functioned together at all. They've never had an opportunity to grow together. So, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, but that, like that's a team. Go ahead if you make the playoffs and. You get a three seven against those a uh, three six against those guys or a two seven. Okay. Mm-hmm. Big deal. You you get those guys when when things go wrong against a team like that, like what is their default setting? They're not just gonna bench Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson and bring in Herb Jones and and, and Murphy and say, Okay, we're just gonna go back to bare bones with with what got us here. Mm-hmm because the future is those other guys. It's gonna be tough.
1: To your point, Damian, we've only seen the Pelicans go off when Zion and Ingram, one of them is out. Mm -hmm. Last year, towards the end of the season, they took off when Zion was out and Ingram was able to operate. This year, when they were the one seed early in the season, Ingram was out and Zion was able to operate. When they're both together, it's been less than stellar.
2: Remember when Utah was the one seed?
1: Mm. Remember Indeed. when Portland was the one seed?
2: Well, oh, I remember that. <laughs> Portland now uh, thirty and thirty-four on the season, sitting in the thirteenth spot. Uh, we'll come back. How can the Sacramento Kings get a half of game out of the two spot? Mm. We'll talk about that with James Ham when we return here on Sacramento Sports Leaders, Stilo and KC on ESPN thirteen twenty. Low and KC continues streaming
1: live on the Odyssey app.
2: Jesse's working on a really dope guest for tomorrow that he just wants us to keep quiet. Like, we know the person's on. We just don't know the time. And Jesse won't. I mean, you could say it. I mean, won't. the guy who I've been talking to you said we could pencil it in and stuff. And now we're just working out of time. So we could pencil it in E-40's tomorrow. Manager said that
1: too. Huh? <laughs> Man. That's what, that's
2: what I'm saying. Like, it's up to you guys. Well, E-40 canceled like the morning of and showed up on Bonte Hill and in in the in the Morning Post. We've been hurt before. That's why we have been hurt before.
1: We, we can say it. I I mean yeah I mean, we I, yeah, I mean
2: we yeah we're working on times right now. I'm emailing with them right now, but it's up to you guys. Okay. We can say it. So tomorrow <laughs> on the live stream, Ricky Starks is going to do us. Let's go.
1: Let's go this is not a work this is not a work tomorrow on the live stream on d-low and kc the rick is gonna be here
2: ricky starks is gonna join us uh ahead of aew's appearance uh at the golden one center uh on wednesday night so, yeah, <laughs> this
1: is going to be an all-time
2: <laughs> Ricky Starks will be with us. Now that may not mean something to everybody, but those that get it, uh, they, those that get it, they 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 get it. Uh, so Ricky Starks will be with us uh, tomorrow here on on Dilo and Casey. James, are you
0: excited for Ricky Starks to join us? Well, I just hit the GTS, so yeah. Now I I googled that. Blink. yeah uh, yeah so uh yeah i understand so What if first of all now i know who he is yeah uh secondly
1: what if the same day we had ricky starks on here we could get kessler edwards on the game on
2: okay the calm down <laughs> calm now down. you're getting out of control i don't look like kessler edwards <laughs> like y'all think all light-skinned people look alike like i don't look like kessler
0: edwards <laughs> Well yeah, he would look and, more and, like you. And he Kevin would. Herter isn't my son. <laughs> Can we, what would happen? We would break the internet if me and, and uh Kevin Herter were on here together. His uh I don't
2: think we're contractually allowed to do that. I think there's some hangups <laughs> yeah. of getting Kevin Herter
0: on with us. We had a good time with him today at, at shootaround. Uh Chris Tavares was, was scoring kind of,
2: twenty plus points a game. I'm he, he, he should yeah. be.
0: Yeah, I think Chris, uh, Chris was on a, a bit of a roll. Um, he he used the a word uh, in his first question. His Shoot. second question, he asked <laughs> Kevin about whether there's like vitriolic, uh, like someone yelling and screaming at them behind the sc- scenes. And Hurler just looked at him and said, "That's a pretty big word. <laughs> Not sure what that one means." <laughs> it was a good, moment. like the whole. <laughs> intro to his uh his stuff was pretty was pretty wild. Yeah.
1: It's good spirits. Good spirits for for Kayvon and the Kings uh even though they lost on Saturday. They're in good spirits. Huh? It doesn't
2: feel like they've been down too many times this year. Even no. when they lost four straight to start the season, it never felt like like I, re- I remember the Malik, mm-hmm. we'll get we're right there. We'll get it. We're fine. Right. We're 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 right there.
0: I know I was talking to someone today uh and they said the Kings haven't had a three game losing streak since November. Wow. Yeah. Like wow. It, it that's that's wild. It was like November twentieth or something. And, we'll and that you up know what? Day. That's
1: intentional. Because I remember
0: when um, it's intentional when they lose in previous seasons. I know that. <laughs> well well there's that. But <laughs> stacking three day three game losses.
1: After it was the um maybe they had lost no, no, I take that back. It's almost a three game. But they had lost three in a row. Indiana came into town. They beat the hell out of Indiana. And Sabonis specifically said, hey, like we were very serious that we can't let three turn to four. Mm-hmm. Like that was very important to us. We talked about that. We talked about that. um I'm assuming Mike Brown maybe spoke to him about it. But talked about how in this league, yeah, you're going to lose two, three games in a row at a time. You can't let three turn into four. And they're very aware of that, it seems, at all times. Like when they lose a couple games, cool, lost a couple games, don't let us, like, we got to get tonight. And they play with a sense of urgency after they've lost a couple games.
0: Yeah, I mean, you have to look at tonight's game as that game because the Knicks are on a tear, and that's going to be a battle on on Thursday. Kings beating the Knicks. Well, they might beat the Knicks, but again, the Knicks are one of those teams that have physical. The Knicks are
2: playing Charlotte tomorrow. They're going to be on a ten-game winning streak. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) entering Golden One Center. Yeah,
0: Yeah, so that's what you got to you got to look what's out ahead of you too, and go okay. Look, we got to we got to focus tonight. We got to get this one, no matter what. Mm -hmm. uh, And then you know go into Thursday's game at least square. By the way,
2: Milwaukee's coming up. Boston's Mm -hmm. not too far away. Yeah, I think there's a a Phoenix matchup on Saturday.
0: Yeah, this is a brutal stretch. Yeah, like this is bad. Yeah,
2: so. but I've always said this team can compete with anyone. Mm-hmm. Now, anyone didn't include Kevin Durant on the Phoenix Suns. Like, uh, but uh, this is a team that can compete with any team they step on the floor with. Absolutely, um, they got
0: those guys twice. They got the Suns twice to finish out the season. I think.
1: Oh bring it on in. Yeah, bring it on there. Yeah. We just Sacramento Kings. I huh?
0: thought they. I, I I thought
2: it was tough, but I thought they matched up well against Phoenix. I no longer feel that way. <laughs> I just don't. Because, like, Harrison? like, Hey, Kessler? You, you got KD tonight. Like, that's that's just... I, I thought everything matched up decent with that team. Tough, but decent. Now it's just... It's not... It's... I don't know.
0: And that's true for a lot of teams. I don't mm-hmm. know who you put on Kevin Durant. I don't know, yeah. though, because they don't have anyone that they that can go on and, and play mm-hmm. uh, a De'Aaron Fox either like yeah I mean that's a tough matchup team but again you took took away two really good young forwards to make that deal and then all the picks and all the pick swaps and I think they got that uh, team too have they played in Brooklyn no, yeah they play in Brooklyn oh they got Brooklyn still team. too yeah boy yeah. your
1: boy, yeah. boy cooking again yeah I told your boy cooking you, again you want to you want to no, I ain't going there because Paul George had forty something last night. I, I, I am not going back. What on was that. Paul George got to do with? Because you said he was like Paul George.
2: I, no, I said he could. Uh, no, see, that's why. That's that's why people don't trust the media is <laughs> because of stuff like that. That's, that's that. He, he's what's cooking, that called though. aggregating? <laughs> what's that called? That's what that's what that's what, hey, that's what Kenny's hey, doing. That boy Brooklyn cooking, though. Yeah, he he's cooking, he's good, man. That boy is cooking. He's what good. he had
1: 38 last
2: night. I think he's I think I feel like he's had 38 like seven times since being a Brooklyn. Jeez. net. I think that he's I think good. Bridges ceiling is, is high.
0: Oh, I, I I'm a huge Mikael Br- Bridges fan. Like that dude's really really good, and he's the guy they put on. De'Aaron the whole time. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, we'll just slow you down with, with this long gangly guy that can defend anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. It's kind of what Minnesota did. They they used McDaniels against uh, against De'Aaron and tried to slow him down that way.
1: And then the future, he, he's a man of his word. The future. Ant-Man late in that game said, I got De'Aaron. Ant-Man oh, a man yeah. of his word. He talked about the other day. He said these, these top players need to go guard each other. And that man in the fourth quarter was guarding De'Aaron Fire. That's why so I like him, man. I like that dude, man. He's a yeah. man of his word. He talks He talks it, but he walks it.
2: Speaking of De'Aaron, we saw his 30-plus point game streak come to an end on Saturday. Uh, it continued on Friday. Did you get a chance to talk to De'Aaron uh, after the game? Him and Russ were talking a lot, and I know what a big fan Russ uh, De'Aaron Fox is of Russell Westbrook. And Russ had his best game as a Clipper, Uh, that night,
0: Uh, and it took every point from De'Aaron Fox for the Kings to win that one. Someone did ask him about the, you know, sort of growing up, idolizing Russ, and you know, and he was very complimentary. De'Aaron was. He said, look, like, everyone in the the NBA, like, that is probably the most scrutinized player in the league. Everybody who's in the league, though, loves a guy. Everyone who's been his teammate loves a guy. So, You know, like whatever happens with him, if he makes mistakes, he makes mistakes. Uh, And that game he did make a catastrophic mistake, Mm. which cost his team the ballgame, which, again, it shouldn't have happened that way because the officials should have just called the eight-second call. Uh, mm-hmm. because they did not get the ball across half court before they flung it to Westbrook, and the ball slipped out of his hands. I'll and throw a and better pass hands. next time. It <laughs> was a great pass. Yeah. You know, well, it was a hurried <laughs> was pass a little, because it was a, a second late at least. Well, shut up. It was not. It was, it was a little
2: high. A <laughs> late, well,
1: it was, it, was, <laughs> it low.
0: was a picture-perfect pass. <laughs> it
2: was not.
0: It got through his hands. In a, in a moment like too that, high. I mean, that was the ball game. Yeah. 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 Wow. I mean, I ain't sad about it. That's my guy, <laughs> but it
2: didn't hurt my feelings at all.
0: Yeah. Textbook <laughs> pass. What's uh, it? It,
2: was it was not. Eric Gordon, it was, I think it was. I don't know. I had to reach for it. You see, Russ had
1: some people thrown out.
2: At the Golden One Center? Yeah. No, I missed that.
1: It was around that time. I think it was It was before one of those last possessions. Uh, somebody, of course, and I got to Probably Lance Woods. Like,
2: these two. Lance, Lance Woods was filming the whole thing. It's probably <laughs> Lance Woods. You can confirm if <laughs> Lance Woods was. These
1: two, get them out they probably said something out of pocket. I talked to you about this at the game. I don't know why people are so hard on Russell Westbrook. Like, I don't get it. Like, they boo him, and they on his head so tough in Sacramento. The hell has he ever done? Well, I the think kids? they were
2: booing him on Friday because he was beating Sacramento's ass on Friday. They, they do
1: it in the starting lineups. No. I don't know. Like what the hell did Russ ever do to anybody? Remember, they had the thing and somebody alerted us to it. Remember, they did the, the cold as cold cold ice. ice thing? Yeah,
2: Kevin John mentioned that. Yeah.
1: I don't know why. I, I don't know why people don't like Russ West, works so much.
0: I don't get it. I don't know that they don't like him. I think that as he's aged in the league, he's become more of a caricature of himself, like as a player. So, like, the stats are, they look inflated. Um, he makes so many mistakes in the game that are, like, obscene mistakes. Mistakes that no one makes. And you're watching it like, dude, you're six feet away and you just hit the side of the backboard. Or the one where, like, he accidentally threw the ball off of Keegan Murray's face or something. And it was an accident. Like, what in the world are you doing where you would just, like, hit someone in the face, like, from five feet away? There's so many, like, Shaqton moments with him. I kind of relate, it like, JaVale McGee. JaVale is a very good player. Stop this. No, He's no, not no. like but, JaVale McGee. No, but, like, to a certain degree, like, JaVale McGee is actually a really good player, but you think of all the mistakes that JaVale makes. The difference is that one of them has had, like, 800 times the opportunities than the other guy. Well, one two, is a Hall of Fame player and the other oh, is yeah, not. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. And, and
1: then is that, okay, but is that a reason to, like, Boo the guy relentlessly.
0: Yeah, Look I don't know why he gets that. It, it's kind of even like uh when Buddy healed and Tyreek Evans, Tyrese uh, oh, Halliburton came through. Yeah, but Buddy to Sacramento. But really, Russell is not a jackass though. to Sacramento. No, but he really wasn't that bad. I mean, was there no, he was a jackass.
2: No, he was, was a
1: jackass to Sacramento. Eh. Russell hadn't done nothing to Sacramento,
0: and yeah. I don't know
2: why. he's a jackass. That. But he's still a jackass to Sacramento.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, now he is. Yes. But while he was here, like, Buddy he showed up every night. He played hard. He never missed a game.
1: Dribbled the ball
2: off of his foot <laughs> in key say, moments. He had oh, some, yeah. uh,
1: some yeah. uh, playing hard turnovers.
2: Shot three-quarters of the length court shots with seven
0: seconds left on the clock. Had yeah.
1: Alvin Gentry, like,
0: Oh no, that on the was just he took he took that one with uh, I think twenty seconds on the clock from like thirty eight feet. And Alvin had enough.
1: He had the, the, the,
2: the my had favorite one of all one. time, the Tyrese Halliburton one, where he heaves it, bounces <laughs> off the rim. Tyrese puts it back, gets the point, turns around and looks at Harrison Barnes. What the f was that? <laughs> and Harrison probably just said, "That's life with Siavano, homie." I
1: think I think Harrison was like. That a facial expression like Harrison just looked at me and said,
0: "It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes." Yeah, yeah, I don't know how we
1: got on that, but I don't know why I, I, Russ gets the the victory. Well, I
2: asked about De'Aaron and and ah. and, and and Russ. Uh, yeah. Uh, because they're I joked about Lance Woods. Lance Woods did have a great video; of those two talking to each other uh, during a free throw, like really kind of like going at it before they both walked away smiling like they were battling uh, the whole game and they both had really good games. I mean, I know, you know, they've since lost, they lost that Minnesota game, but you know, we, we talked about the opportunity in, in, in the Clippers have since won, but we talked about the opportunity to in terms of the Sacramento Kings to kind of put the Clippers in your rear view mirror a little bit by getting another win and securing the tiebreaker and they were able to do that again. They were able to do that on Friday by again securing a one point victory. Uh they have beaten the Clippers twice in a span of seven days by a combined two points.
0: Yeah, that it's over. Like the Clippers can't I mean, I can't imagine them catching I think the score
2: four hundred and two to like four hundred if you combine those yeah. two games.
0: It's there's seven games back in the loss column. That's yeah. that's just not I mean with 19 games remaining. Wow. If well, if the Kings go 12 and 7, the Clippers have to win every single game. That's crazy.
1: Uh, it makes who he root for a little easier when the Clippers are involved.
0: Yeah, in
2: Western Conference games cuz you yeah. always root for the Clippers. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: even the Lakers uh Warriors game yesterday, like you no know, Kings fan wants to cheer for the Lakers but yeah, was, that was that such was a, a huge victory, yeah. huge victory for the Kings. Yeah. That the that the Lakers snuck up and and beat the the Warriors. That put the Warriors are now five games back in the loss column, uh, and that's huge. The Kings play them the second to the last game of the yeah. season, though. Yeah,
1: you know, guys, it's been
2: said here before. they'll be going. The Warriors will be going for their tenth road win of the season. <laughs> they could they, be hell. They, they might only be going for their ninth they, at that point.
1: I think they got a Houston game on the road, so I'm giving them that one. They could be going for number ten. But, you know, it's been said It'll many motivate times. Them. But this, uh, this version of who he root for is so much better than the one we're used to where it's like rooting for the Rockets to win.
2: Lottery balls.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need, we need the Pistons first. to win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a it's a funny.
2: It's a dynamic, the final month of the regular season we haven't experienced in a very, very long time. <laughs> I James talk- had one kid the last time that this happened, and <laughs> now he's now he's
0: he's got multiple kids in high school.
1: That's true. I absolutely I, did not have a kid. I don't even know if I was in a relationship.
0: Yeah, I was talking to Mark Jones this morning about this after after shoot around and uh, just like how many games like I've written fifty losing game recaps in a season, mm. almost every season my entire like thirteen years. Like it's been brutal to watch, and to see this thing turn around is really fun. But also to like see the fans return and all that stuff to, to have everybody on 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 board. Yeah, uh, I no. made James laugh with the chat. That's,
2: that's what that was. Yeah,
0: I, I actually. Kings were last
2: in the playoffs. James only had one boat. No, I didn't even have a boat the last time the Kings were in the playoffs. Just so you know, the lake was still being built. Yeah, uh, where his yeah, house it is, is. yeah. Yeah. Um, the security guard wasn't yet armed <laughs> to get to James's house.
1: Do uh, say, let's just say, you know, for argument's sake, Darren doesn't go tonight. Um, we talked about him a little bit earlier. Does this open up the the door for Kessler Edwards to play a little bit more? Maybe he guards Brandon Ingram. You got Davion starting, so uh, maybe maybe it's more Kessler, less Deli. Mm. Mm.
0: Um. I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll just say this that Mike Brown has been so consistent this entire season that you know, when Fox is out, it's always Davion starting. Mm-hmm. If Herter's out, it's always Terrence Davis starting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harrison Barnes, knock on wood, hasn't missed a game. Um, I, I, For that matter, I don't. Has Keegan Dang. missed a game? Oh, Keegan one game missed one game early. the first game of the season. Oh, did Harrison miss the first game? No, Keegan no, Keegan
1: did. Keegan did, and he's played. Ever, he's played every since. Huh? I,
0: no, wow. I want to say that there's one other game where Keegan had some random low back pr- problem or something mm-hmm. where he missed. Maybe I'm maybe I'm incorrect there. That's Here, okay.
1: I'm going to the internet. Harrison's played yeah. every game though.
0: Yeah, nah, that's
1: you can't. You kind of can't put a price on that. <laughs> like, yeah, that's and, that's and pretty big.
0: I think Domos has missed one game, mm-hmm. and when that happened, uh, isn't that, Wait. Is that when he went Alex Lynn up center? Uh, yeah,
1: because he was playing Jokic.
0: Yeah, but I remember like seasons where we get to like thirty games in, and we've already seen twenty-one different starting lineups. Jeez, and Good. that's just not the cases here. Keegan uh, Murray
2: missed game one and game fourteen.
0: Yeah, he missed a random game with a low back issue. If I'm, it was either low back or it was in.
1: Game fourteen.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know why this is, is against, so important, but is it yeah. against
2: Cleveland? I've left that
0: page. I'm trying to check <laughs> out. Yeah, can,
2: Harrison Barnes really has not missed a game all year.
0: No, Demontis has missed two. Um, one with a thumb injury, and did he get sick? That's the story. That don't like he's he's missed two. Like that's mm. crazy. Herders only missed three. That game was against the Spurs, by the way. Mm. Davion has played in 62 of the 63 games. Mm. And the one um, <clears throat> I want to say is a DMP because I don't remember him missing a game. Uh, Monk has played 60. So, that, I mean, that's really... It, it's a huge reason why the Kings are where they are. Like, they're top, you know, eight guys. If you go Lyles, Mitchell, Monk, Murray, Herter, Barnes, Fox, Sabonis... Fox has missed; uh, he's missed six games. Mm. But outside of that, the next is, you know, even Trey Lyles has has played in fifty-seven games. He hasn't missed one due to injury. The Mm. three games he didn't play was, they were healthy scratches. Everyone else is sixty games. I I said this before. Like some people make that as if it's something that has to be apologized
2: for. Like the Kings don't have to apologize for being healthy.
0: Mm. Well, no, and, and. They actually they don't have to apologize because their players play through injury and the other teams don't. I Mm. mean this it is but Sabonis's hand has been messed up forever. I mean he I I talked to him about it the other day. I like what's going on. He goes we're gonna we're gonna go and check it out during this summer and and like as soon as the season's over we'll check it out and see if it's still if it needs surgery or not. Mm. But for right now, like. He's playing through it, and Keegan's hands just started getting
2: taped up, and no one really said why.
1: Yeah, we asked him, and no, Keegan no. Keegan, yeah.
2: just, Keegan wasn't
0: allowed to say why. His, he's just taping up his hands. Yeah, it was one of those weird ones where they didn't divulge what it was. He had uh, he had it taped up for eight weeks. Jeez.
1: that is wild. Gracious.
0: And then he didn't have to have it taped up anymore, and was like, "Yeah, I don't have to have it taped anymore. It's healed." More Did like, you what healed? <laughs> Was Rashawn at practice today? Yeah, Shoot Rashawn around? was at, back at practice today. Okay. He's missed the last two games with a non-COVID-related illness. Okay. Uh, he may have had Still these, get those. You he may still, have yeah. had the Sacramento Bee sneeze or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what it was. Uh, the Sacramento Bee flu, I, I'm not quite sure. Uh, but, yeah, he's back. He was back I, at practice. I
1: do, I do want to say this before we get out of here. I want to see a game from my guy Zero today, man. Ever since 45, ever since that 45-point game, he's been a little quiet. I want to see him step up tonight.
2: Yeah, someone might have been particularly hard on them on a recent edition of the Kings Beat podcast.
0: I'm not going to say who. I want to see a game where both Herder and Monk are both on fire. That just okay, can't there you happen, go. Though. Uh, that it just, hasn't it's, happened. It's impossible. They they're it's, like it's literally impossible. Lord said no, this can't happen. They're like the Corsican twins. Like as soon as something goes good for one, something goes bad for the other. I don't, I don't know. I don't understand that reference at all. <laughs> Cheech and Chong, man. Okay.
2: All right. James, James always good to level us right back out. Uh tomorrow, <laughs> Ricky Starks Let's will be go. with us here on D Lo and KC. Uh it's happening. Uh Ricky Starks will be with us uh tomorrow as well. And I know this sounds strange. Trista Crick will be with us tomorrow. It is lit. The so, professor with us too. The professor will be with us uh as well. Uh Thursday's we hope on that Friday. you will. If you're listening uh, on the Odyssey app, if you're listening on 98.5, uh, if you're listening on ESPN 1320, you want more King's Talk, you want more James Ham? we've got that coming up next for you. We're going to run it back here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. We really need new phones.
1: T-Mobile will cover the cost of
2: four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New
0: iPhone 15s? It's better
1: here. Only at T-Mobile. Get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch